0: I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free To Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So welcome to season four of the Free To Be Mindful podcast. If this is your first time here. Welcome, and if you've been here for some time now, I truly thank you for coming back. I'd love to reintroduce you to who I am, what I do, and where we're going. So first, quick introduction to who I am. Personally, I'm first generation in the U.S. with Spanish being my first language. I'm a daughter to amazing Dominican parents, sister to two musically talented brothers, wife to a very supportive husband, and mom to a funny little boy and golden doodle puppy. I'm also a salsa dancer and a Peloton enthusiast. Professionally, I'm an elementary teacher turn middle school counselor turn licensed therapist, focusing on working with kids and moms with a foundation of mindfulness. And in addition to having a private practice, I'm also a public speaker on topics such as mindfulness, mental health, social emotional learning, and strengthening relationships with kids for parents and for educators. And of course, I'm the host of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. So what is this podcast all about? It truly encompasses my life motto and my business motto, which is learn, grow, and inspire through mindful living, mental health, and personal growth. So to break that down just a little bit more, by learning about mindful living, we grow or improve our mental health. And in turn, we hopefully inspire others through our own journey of personal growth. I'm a big believer that through living mindful lives, we are more in touch with ourselves, we're more in touch with others, and with the world as a whole. We grow our self and social awareness, increase our emotional intelligence, and we live more fulfilling lives and stronger relationships, again, through living our lives mindfully. And because of my work and my passion as an educator, I'm also a strong believer that we as adults, especially we as parents and as mothers, we have the great honor, but with that also great responsibility of raising our kids to be the best version of themselves and our relationships with them and the way that we raise them provide formative values and the foundation to the rest of their lives. So consequently, all of my work, which includes my practice and also my Amiga Moms community, and even this podcast and even my social media channels, they all have to do with improving ourselves as people through mindful living, through mental health and personal growth, so that we can be the best version of ourselves for our kids, so that then they too can do the same. And I pride myself in being relatable and sharing content that's easy to understand in bite-sized pieces because as a busy mom, I know that I myself am always going from one activity to the next, whether it's something for me or something for my family. And I don't have the time to listen to long, drawn-out thoughts that take a lot of brain power to understand because I'm busy and I'm assuming that you are too. So all episodes in the Free to Be Mindful podcast are all under 20 minutes. On Monday mornings, we have the longer episodes, longer in quotations, which are the 20-minute episodes. And then on Thursday mornings, we'll have the Consult a Counselor series, which is part of the podcast where I answer your questions on anything having to do with kids. And brand new to season four, I'm so excited to bring on once a month, interviews with awesome and interesting people who are experts in their areas of life to share how that intersects with mindfulness, with being better versions of you, and sometimes how that impacts kids. So I hope that you are as excited as I am for everything that's to come, not only for the Free to Be Mindful podcast, but also for the future. If you're listening to this in real time, this is being released on September 5th, which is Labor Day. And it's really interesting because on Labor Day, most of us aren't working and we can ask ourselves, what do we do with that time that we're not working? Some of us try to soak in those last few moments of summer by perhaps going down the shore or doing some activity outdoors if weather permits. Some of us clean up around the home and do errands that perhaps you might not have the space for to get done throughout the regular week. And I know I myself begin to change the summer decorations in my home out for the fall decorations. And I know, I know, I've been told that it's way too early, but fall is my favorite season. And I don't really do Halloween decorations, just all pumpkins and scarecrows and everything along those lines. So that's something that I spend my Labor Day and the first week of September doing. But something that I also do is I make goals for the year in September, which I know most people wait until the new year to do that. But the reason why I always do that in September is for a few reasons. First and foremost, my birthday is actually at the end of this month. So because of that, I always look at the year in the scope of my birthday, what I want to accomplish for this year of however old that I am. The other reason why I make goals in September is because I spent 18 years of my life as an educator. And instead of looking at the year through a calendar scope, I always look at it through an academic scope. So beginning the year in September and ending the year in June-ish or so. Of course, we don't forget about the summer, but the summer we kind of lay back a little bit and relax some more. So in September, I actually begin to make the goal Goals for the year as if it were an academic year. But even if you're not an educator, and even if your birthday is not in September, I do appreciate kind of revisiting my goals at the end of each quarter. And in case you don't look at things through a business mind frame, there are four quarters in the year. The first one, January, February, March. Second, April, May, June. Third, July, August, September. 4th, October, November, and December. So even though we haven't quite yet reached the last quarter of the year, I do usually take the last month of each quarter to kind of see how that quarter did and to prep and plan for the upcoming quarter, which is October, November, and December. And I like taking that time out because when it comes to first the academic year, it seems like things just pick up because kids are back in school and I don't know, we'll see how it goes this year, but I usually feel like things pick up around that time. And in addition to that, then when the holidays start kicking in, I feel like we go into holiday overdrive mode, which is fantastic because I love the decorations and spending extra time with family and with friends. But of course, we don't want to forget about those goals that typically most of us begin to look at in January when we're looking at the calendar year. And you know, as well as I do, that most of us get so excited for the new calendar year that we then sometimes lose the motivation to accomplish those goals, sometimes as early as the end of January. Then February comes when we're just like, oh, What were those goals again? What is it that we wanted to do? And very interestingly, in my Instagram stories not too long ago, which, by the way, if you're not following me there, I suggest for you to do so if you'd like. You can find me at Counselor V. DeJesus. And on there, I usually ask a lot of polls and a lot of questions, which then guides the conversations that I use on this podcast. So just recently, I asked how often you reevaluate the goals, whether you look at them just yearly or monthly or weekly or just as needed. And the highest percentage of answers went to just yearly. But i present you with this thought if you only look at your goals yearly when do you check in with yourself to see is this goal working out am i doing what i need to be doing in order to reach that goal with more success or perhaps reach it sooner or reach it at all if we only create goals in january and look at them again the following year, then we don't know whether that goal was indeed a good goal for us, if we should reevaluate the means by which we are trying to achieve or accomplish that goal, and if the goal is even reasonable for us to have anymore or a good goal to have, period. What happens when we check in more with ourselves and with our goals, then we can think to ourselves, oh, this plan is really helping me accomplish this goal. Or on the contrast, this plan is not helping me accomplish those goals. And if I want to reach them, let's make some adjustments. So for that reason, I do make an effort to look at my goals on a quarterly basis. Every single start of the quarter, I reestablish my goals and I make sure that they are feeding towards my yearly goals. And then at the end of each quarter, I also just think what's been working, what hasn't been working, and what can I do to keep it going? And it's just as important to take a look at what hasn't been working so you can make some changes, but also acknowledge and give yourself a pat on the back or a celebration for when things are going well, because that's just as important to take a look at so that we can continue to do those things that are working for us. When we don't bring up that self-awareness, whether it is within ourselves or that social awareness, when we're unable to see what's going well, what's not going well, and what we should continue or not continue to do, then we don't do anything at all. And we kind of just float almost like a sailboat, just letting the wind take its course as opposed to us working with the winds or as opposed to us saying, this is the course that we're going to take. This is what we want to do. And this is where we want to be or what we want to accomplish by said points. So I hope that this message helps you. Again, we're approaching the end of the third quarter within the month of September. I hope that you can take a moment and just reevaluate what has gotten you here and what your perhaps yearly goals were set back in January and how you want to either continue to work on them or perhaps just make a small shift for the rest of the calendar year so that you can continue To have personal growth. And if you think that this was helpful for you, you can help me by sharing it with a friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait for you to see what we have in store for the Free To Be Mindful podcast. And if you have any suggestions, any constructive feedback, I am always all ears. So you can always reach me on social or you can email me at podcast at freetobemindful.com. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, I ask you to take a deep breath in through your nose and let your exhale be longer than your inhale. As you continue to bring awareness to your breath, just think back to where you were last January at the start of 2022. What goals did you have for yourself then along the year? What are some of the things that you already accomplished? And what are the things that you haven't quite gotten yet, but that perhaps you lost sight of, or that you're still working for? Think about how those goals are going to continue to help you in this journey called life or perhaps how they may even impact others. As you take a breath in, breathe in trust that you can obtain those goals. And as you breathe out, feel any doubts that you may have in your mind. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you wanna be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.